You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome. Welcome, everybody, into the Hump Day Hotline, brought to you by Fichte, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. My name is uh, Blank. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. My name is... Hi. No, I'm not Slim Shady, but my name is just up here, Blank, because that's just kind of the mood that I'm in. We'll talk a little bit about it, but uh, my name is Joe Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired, and that guy right there is Jay Spence the King. Jay Spence, where can they find you on Twitter? At Jay Spence the King, and at that's Jay pretty Spence much it. Like, I, I'm on other things, but now I don't even use, I haven't used my Instagram in like a month. A month? I got it. Yeah, it's been like a month. I only yeah. used to use it just to like post the music I listen to, really. Oh yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, in jokes, yeah, super good, yeah, yeah. super funny. How you feeling otherwise? You seem uh, you seem blasé, kind of like me. I'm, I'm blasé. I'm blasé. I got energy for the show, so we can do this. It's on. Oh, but it's on. Like, yeah, no, it's on. But <laughs> but yeah, like when it comes to the Buffalo Bills and any conversation surrounding the Buffalo Bills right now, I'm just like real, like blah. Like I don't I don't know what to feel. All right, well, let's uh, get into it here momentarily. Want to throw out a welcome and how are you doing to everybody that is joining us live right now, as well as to everybody who's going to consume this uh, podcast in uh, audio form later this week. Whatever platform you are consuming it on, please like, please subscribe. Hump that like, as we like to say here uh, on on the Hump Day Hotline on Wednesday nights. On YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, please jump on that thumbs up button. Uh, we are also Super Chat Live. If you've got a question or a comment for us and you want us to answer it or respond to it, please Super Chat us. Uh, but real quick, let's hear from our show sponsor, uh, Fichte, Endel, and Elmer. It's time to say goodbye to the blur and hello to clear vision. Fichte, Endel, and Elmer are the first in Western New York to bring you Zeiss Smile Technology. Along with our highly experienced surgeons, we promise an effortless journey to better vision. Gone are the days of fumbling for glasses or struggling with contact lenses. Embrace the freedom of superb sight because we believe you deserve the world in HD. Visit us online at Ficta.com and schedule a consultation. Ficta, Endel, and Elmer. We are focused on you. Focused on you. 
Sorry. You got to record a jingle for them. You gotta, oh, yeah. You got to shoot. Do I know? Yeah. Can... <laughs> just grab my guitar over here and just, just go ahead and hey, get to it. <laughs> Matt keeps asking me, uh, our editor in chief, he keeps asking me, he's like, when are you and Joe going to like do a performance? And I'm a like, collab? <laughs> but I'm like, dude, I, like, I can't speak for Joe, but I haven't like looked at a stage in years. Like I couldn't tell. Like well, I haven't even wanted to. Thanks to you, I got to uh, do karaoke for the first time in my life to Baby Got yeah. Back. Uh, so, yes, but I actually was on stage this past weekend. I'll actually be on stage again this weekend, but I won't be collabing on any Buffalo Bill stuff necessarily. Uh, but, no, I'd be down for it. Um, Justice actually reached out to me not long ago, like three, four months ago, and was like, hey, we're thinking about doing some original artist things from Bill's Mafia. Are you interested? And I was like, I guess I need more information. I'm not just going to say yes, but but then it didn't go anywhere after that. So I'm Yeah, like, no, same. I wanted to do like a mixtape like a buffalo mixtape where it was like oh that's cool you know but like some of everything like you know i wanted like local rock bands i wanted mm. local country hip-hop r&b like i wanted some of everything just to show like all the talent in western new york and throw it all together but i just didn't have the time like you know running a, a podcast network <laughs> is actually <laughs> it's a lot of work man it's a, a lot, lot of work so hurting hurt, uh, cats uh just the talent yeah. alone so yeah, I can't. So, I could, yeah, but I can imagine. I'll get to it. I promise. At some point, I'm going to do it. I really want to do that. But so it was your uh, idea that Justice was reaching out to me about? No, no. It, it, it sounds like Justice. Um, you know, great minds think alike. So it ah. sounds like Justice was onto something as well. Um, I, I had something. Uh, I, Nathan uh, Roosevelt. Nate mm. used to play for the Bills. He yeah, he's, yeah, he's a rapper. He was gonna name, name yep. Roosevelt. He was gonna do something on there, and I had some other uh, more well known rappers who agreed to kind of do something and i'm not gonna say any names or name drop here uh but just had some had some friends doing some favors so I, I i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it it's gonna be fun well you know that guy joe miller too i heard and uh he uh used to have a career in this music more favors it's so, funny yeah. to me it's always funny to me when people ask me about the overreaction and obviously this show too and the Phoenix show like you know about the overreaction specifically like who's that band that's like that for the the beginning of your show on youtube and i'm like that's my band <laughs> they're like what like yeah from 2007 like that's a long actually the song for the the title song for this show and for fina show is like 2004 oh 2004 2005 so yeah it's been a minute since uh i did any any type of recording and stuff like that but welcome everybody welcome jay spence it's good to see you um we get to start the show off in not the best of spots uh the pressers happened today we always cover the pressers on humpty hotline because the pressers happen um and brandon bean started the day today uh gave us about 18 minutes was it 18 19 minutes of only vaughn miller conversation so if any of you were living under a rock which is possible it was the bye week um an allegation or i should say a police report came out that Va there was a, a warrant out for vaughn vaughn miller's arrest what day was it saturday friday saturday sunday it was I don't remember what day of the week it was now. It's a kind of a blur. Last week sometime. I feel like it was Thursday. I was it like Thursday? At some point in time. Um, Who knows? With allegations and accusation that he had uh, uh, a, a domestic violence charge. And then there was some information, some reports that came out as far as what the police kind of found in their initial investigations and things that were said and cell phone stuff and blah, 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 blah. Uh, he turned himself in, mugshot. And then the next day, the alleged victim of the uh, domestic violence was basically, and I'm just giving a recap, uh, mm -hmm. basically said, uh, I don't know what y'all are talking about. This is all trash. It never happened. And I don't know why people got to make stuff up like this. 
<laughs> it just and now we here we are. <laughs> and Brandon Bean's got to get trucked out in front of the media because the Bills are going back to practice. Um, and I guess doing the best he can to answer questions. And there were some genuinely good questions, in my opinion, brought up today about a couple of different things. And one of them was, is in light of what happened with Matariza, where are we at on this? And like, clearly they're taking a completely different position. Uh, they're going to let the legal system play itself out. Um, I have thoughts. I, I'll let you kind of, I know you're, we were texting a little bit today and we've been texting through this process and we all know what's been happening on social media and I'm not going to say anybody's wrong as far as if you've got the, if you've got, not you, if somebody has the coldest of take or the hardest of take, which is that man should never wear a Bill's jersey again. I, I'm not going to sit here. I, I was one of the ones, I just told you, you could go now I'm talking. I was one of the ones that felt like, and I think we, you and I talked about that too. I felt like just because of the noise around the situation and what he had already admitted to that Matariza had to be left go, let go. I, I just felt like what he had, had admitted. Yes, I did these things. He was like on record. He had testified like not in court, but like during the investigation that certain things had happened. And I was like, he's got to go. Like there's just, there's way too much smoke. Now we all know that the charges have all been dropped and he was cleared and blah, 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 blah. And he still doesn't really have a job. I, Good, bad, indifferent, equally bad, not bad, worse, whatever, yada, yada, yada. This one doesn't look good either at all. Now, I'll please take the yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you was cooking. I, I, I don't I don't have <laughs> I don't have much to add. I mean, because because then the thing is, I get it. So like the next day, Friday, she comes out and she says, you know, everything's blown out of proportion. Yeah. I don't know what everybody is talking about, but I heard the 911 call. Like, I heard the call. Oh, did you hear it? Yeah, I did not hear it. So, yeah. I, I'll send it to you after we get off of this. Like, you know, it, it's, it, I heard the call. You you see the police report. You see, um, I don't know. You, you just see everything. And again, it goes away. If mm -hmm. she says that nothing's happened, then nothing's happened. And this has been, kind of it's been what's happened before yeah, where she, she's made an allegation against Vaughn and then uh, kind of recant it after a day or two or however much time has gone by. But then I don't want to also forget the, the porn revenge case that kind of, kind of is kind of forgotten in this. Yep. Yep. You know, like we don't talk about that. Any, and so for me, it's just, it's concerning because it shows some type of pattern and, whether the pattern is she calls the police on him when they argue and things yeah. don't go right. Right. And I don't know. So whether it's that, okay, then that needs to stop. If it's not real, if right. things aren't happening, then that needs to stop. But then it also shows like, look, the police say they saw bruising. They saw on her neck, on her abdomen. She's pregnant on her abdomen. Yep. So, you know, is, so is that, like I said, if you go to TMZ, you have the phone call where you hear her say um, who her boyfriend is that put hands on her. They mm -hmm. asked if she needed an ambulance, and she said, I don't know. I'm bleeding. He pulled my hair out. I don't know. Maybe. You know, it, it's – I just – I don't know. I, I don't know how you can turn around the next day and say it's blown out of proportion. Yeah. Um, you called the police. <laughs> you called the police. Like, there's an actual you, 911 you, call with your voice. You felt – like you had to call the police. <laughs> so I don't know. It, it's, a, it's just, 
it's a lot to think about. And um, I will say that these are two completely different situations when you look at, you know, the yes. punt God situation yes. versus this. Yes. Two, where I agree with you is that, yeah, he was on the record saying that he slept with an underage girl. Yeah. And to me, I, I, I get the one charge wasn't, what everybody kind of was upset about, but it still, to me, you slept with an underage girl mm -hmm. and it was time to go. I am kind of personally though, I know not a lot of people might not appreciate this take from me and that's fine, but I'm kind of on the same, I'm on that same side when it comes to this. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, I understand the contract implications. So I understand that you got to kind of wait and hopefully the NFL finds something that they say, okay, we got to suspend this guy or we put him on a commissioner exemplus. And then once that happens, then the bills can save some money. So I get it. They don't want to make a move until something happens. I understand. I don't, I don't think he should be playing, dude. Like it, that's yeah. just a me thing. Um, I, I, I think of it in the sense where, you know, if you have a, a wife, a sister, a mother, a daughter, I don't have any kids, but I, you know, it's like, you have you have, relationship. Female, you have female family members you ha right you have relationship with right. women and and just i don't know so these allegations are horrible mm. and the allegations that we've heard previously were horrible and look i love i love him too because he can rush the quarterback when he's healthy and he does things mm. you know he he Last year against Kansas City, we about to play Kansas City now. Last year, he closed the game out for us. He was mm -hmm. our closer. Mm -hmm. He was the reason in the fourth quarter why the Buffalo Bills were able to put that game away. Right. I love Von Miller, too. But when it comes down to it, man, it's like I, I'm actually one of those guys that say, hey, let's protect women. Like, how about we just stop hitting women? Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff, even as it pertains to the Matariza case, you know, like, well, she was underage and she went to the party drunk. She knew what she was getting in. And it's like, I, it, it, like, there's a lot of this stuff that gets kind of lost on me. It's like, wait a second, that doesn't make it right. Right. It, it, mm -hmm. In this situation, getting back to the money and the financials, um, Greg Thompson from cover one was reporting out the, the basic, I mean, everybody knows he's the, the salary cap guy. Um, that because of the money, the guaranteed money or the money that the bills have already spent on Vaughn, if he's not on this football team next year for any reason, if they cut him, if they release him, if the NFL is like, you can't play football anymore, it's like $40 million. There is no mm -hmm. savings. It's a huge, it's, I think it's bigger than Josh's number. Like the number is astronomical. Yeah. So there's no real help coming in any way, shape or form other than him continuing to play as far as him continuing to play. I mean, I, I you know, I'm in agreement. There's it's, there's an aspect of. Yeah, I just don't want that. I, and I, I think what's different, and maybe it's because of the community we live in. Maybe it's, you know, we're the city of good neighbors. Maybe it's just Buffalo feels like a Midwestern town. I, I don't know. But you look at other cities around the country, and they don't care about stuff like this, right? They're, you know, whether it's Tyree Kill or uh, Kareem Hunt or whoever whoever it is that, that has been caught up in these things before, they generally find their way to teams where the fans don't give a crap. Bill's Mafia and just the fan base around our team generally likes to keep the integrity somewhat high if we can. I'm not saying that it's perfect. I'm not saying that it's always true. I'm not saying that like there's never been an exception. But generally speaking, we have one type of reaction to this sort of thing. that We, we react well to charitable things and we give all of our money to charities and we react probably the way that we're supposed to react to negative things. Um, do we blow them up? What's that? 
wait a minute, we might get on that list. You, you me and you didn't make it. You and I, <laughs> we did not make it. But there's a side where we get we get on the list. I'm just saying we react well, but then we got the list. Yeah, I don't know if you even you know what I'm talking about. You're talking about the list that that guy made, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I think I was the only one that came out and was like, "These are my friends. Like, you don't even know these people. Stop talking about them." But yeah, anyways. Um, so as it pertains to Von Miller playing football, you know, we're not going to get to have the final say. I don't think this is going to be a situation yeah. like with Matariza where the fan base was up in arms enough that the Bills brass felt like they had to make a move, uh, correctly make a move. And I think the best case scenario for Von Miller is he's not playing in Buffalo this weekend. I couldn't imagine this game happening in Buffalo and him being on the field and the crowd booing him at, when he's on the field. Cause I'm, I'm, I don't, I wouldn't put it past our crowd. If he stepped on the field, the crowd booing him like for, and I, and I think he needs you that know, one, that one game buffer. I think that one game buffer is going to put a little bit of this behind him until it becomes news again, because it, there is still an investigation going. Like the prosecutor, man. prosecutor can still say, we're going to bring you up on charges. It's just interesting to me because I was talking to Sarah earlier and Sarah actually said that um, she thinks he would have been inactive if it was At a, home? a Buffalo game. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, I don't I, I just didn't think it was a difference. Like if they're going to. So you agree. You think he would have been inactive if it was a Buffalo game? Yeah. See, I just I, I guess in my mind, I don't. Maybe I thought I was in the minority in Buffalo when it comes to how I view the situation with him, because I do see a lot of comments where uh, people are like, well, you should have learned from the Matariza situation. Like, let's let this play out. Let's not mm -hmm. jump to the conclusions here. Let's not do that. Let's not do this. So, you know, to me, I, I feel like the support in Buffalo wouldn't have changed. But that's interesting. If you if you and Sarah and, and I'm sure in the comments, let us know if you if you feel the same. But I. I didn't think it would be an issue if it, if it was a Buffalo game. I can't I can't speak to the transparency of the situation. I don't think it would have been. I don't know what Sarah said to you. I don't think it would have been. Yes, due to all the smoke and what's going on, the distraction for Vaughn. We feel like it's better if he doesn't play this week, so we're going to set him down. I think it would have been a. Yeah, it's just a numbers thing. We've got <clears throat> Tyler Taylor Rapp coming back. We've got Dawson Knox coming back. We got a you know set somebody i i'm not saying they can wave him but you know what i'm saying like i feel like there probably would be another reason uh he tweaked his knee a little bit right we're so we're gonna give him more re like today better in rest he has a scheduled better in rest day after having two weeks off uh in other words you didn't want him in the building when the press was there <laughs> isn't that what that kind of means <laughs> pretty much scheduled, we didn't want him available <laughs> yeah scheduled veteran rest day after having two weeks and nobody batted an eye at it oh oh let me just write those notes down scheduled veteran rest day <laughs> like uh he's been off for two weeks like he caught a late flight or his flight was canceled and he arrived late he's not here i don't know i mean make something else up i don't know man anyways so we'll see what happens <clears throat> he's just upsetting though it's yeah. just upsetting because it seems like and and even if you want to get off of on for a second, it just seems like in general, when these things happen for players or coaches in the NFL, mm -hmm. a lot of times there is there's minimal action taken unless it's something so egregious. So like if a video comes out, so like when Ray Rice thing happened and yeah. we saw the video, yeah. then the NFL quickly decided that they were going to suspend. But if the video, you know, evidence. yeah. And it's like yeah. when, when, you know, when the public sees certain things, then they, they act a little bit differently. But 
you know, I just feel like, you know, this is going to be one of those things where they're, you know, hopefully this is what I feel like the team in the NFL is kind of thinking. Hopefully the Bills go on a run here. They start to play better and yeah. everybody starts to focus on the wins. Yeah. I, uh, at the risk of somebody taking this completely out of context, I feel like there's hesitation by all professional sports franchises as it pertains to DV domestic violence and situations, unless there's irrefutable evidence, like somebody on video, like the Ray Rice situation, which ended his career. Um, I feel like the NFL, a lot of, I think there's a lot of hesitation because, and I'm trying to figure out how I want to say this because everybody's home life is different. Mm-hmm. And I think there's an aspect of even inside of a home life and a, a private home life. I just feel like there's, I think that I, I don't think that there's a, no, 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 no. This is, this is the lane this and everybody's home life lives inside of this little tiny barrier wall. Um, I can promise you. So for me and me and my wife, you know, for all intents and purposes, we don't have shouting matches. We don't like our kids have never really heard us raise our voices. We, we get irritated with each other we get angry sure we spat a little bit but it's never what my parents did i mean i remember you know hiding in the bedroom holding my sister you know what i mean like there's i'm sure that if i went to somebody one of my friends homes that i've never been around their house when they're the him and her his spouse was having an argument i might be like whoa bro chill you know what i mean like what are you throwing glasses against the wall for like to me that's out like not even like in the world of normal should never happen blah 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 like and this is coming from a guy who, you know, grew up with beer bottles being thrown across the kitchen at, at people on, on Christmas. You know what I mean? Like, I, so I, I, all that to just say, I just, I wonder if there's an aspect of what's normal to me. Isn't normal to you. Isn't normal to Sarah. Cause we were talking about Sarah. Isn't normal to Roger Goodell. Isn't normal to Vaughn. Is it normal? Like everybody's normal when it comes to home is different. And I, maybe I, I'm just throwing it just spaghetti at the wall that's all i'm doing throwing spaghetti at the wall maybe that's what it is maybe that's why they're hesitant to move on the league is hesitant to move on domestic violence type stuff just because it's when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply I, I don't know like I, I i could i guess i could hear that that argument to be made but for me there's there there's just certain things where it's like a black and white you know like when it comes to domestic violence like i, I don't think there's a gray area Agreed. when it comes to but that you know but that's just me and and again it, with it being von miller i get how um there's there's hesitant like people are hesitant to talk about it people don't want to because yeah. we want to love von you know like it's it's free in von miller yeah, yeah um but but dude this is bad like it, it's a it's a it's a rough situation it's bad um matt in the comments said that there is he said supposedly that there's a, a video of miller and his girlfriend fighting i haven't seen that yet um, I somebody can tag me on that or, or dm it to me or something but you know, but it's an ugly situation. Um, 
it's funny for, it's in, fun. for everybody involved for everybody it's, involved <laughs> matt also says ricky williams lost an entire season for pot yeah well bam morris i think is still in prison for having a trunk full of pot <laughs> so yeah. you remember bam morris from the steelers <laughs> I think he went to the Raiders, one of the Raiders after that, right? When he was doing football, like a year after his football career, he got pulled over with a trunk full of marijuana. And I think he's still in prison. <laughs> anyway, anyways, oh, I, I'm not, I'm not right. Which is now legal in a bunch of States, including the, the one that I'm in. Um, I, I'm not saying that that's what it is. I just wonder, I just, I, I don't <clears throat> home, home life's very, I don't, and that's a horrible way of saying it. I just don't even know. Yeah, so hopefully the legal legal process will play out and what is supposed to happen will happen and we'll kind of see where it goes from there. Now, let's transition to this week's football game and let's start with uh hard that's a hard left turn right there just in case that that was not a good segue. <laughs> There's an easy way. Screeching stop. <laughs> There's no way to segue from it. So we're just going to like I should have done the pick, pick the Endon Elmer eye care thing right there. Um, so we're going to bring up the injury report for both the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. And the reason we're doing both is just because the Buffalo Bills uh, injury report looks better than it's looked since week one. I don't know that it looked this good week one. It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, uh, everybody was a full participant. Uh, your Elam is looking to come back. Uh, they activated him for practice. Uh, Dawson Knox was activated off of IR for, for practice. Uh, Taylor Rapp is back with the neck injury. I think the only person on here that did not practice again was Vaughn Miller. Uh, but with that, you want, we want to take a look up actually at the Kansas city chiefs, uh, injury report. And it's got some players on there. Isaiah Pacheco for one did not practice with a shoulder. Brian cook, the safety did not participate with an ankle. The big one, Donovan Smith, their left tackle. And it's, it's wine. It's Wayne Morris. Am I pronouncing that right? Wayne Morris, W W A N Y a Morris, uh, is a rookie tackle for the chiefs who finished the Packers game. And uh, that game is actually on TV right now. I should probably, I'm going to pause it so I can like watch him play football. Um, so he'll be he'll be starting in this football game uh, at left tackle. And then uh, Drew Tranquil uh, did not participate with a concussion. And then there was just a limited participant with uh, Jarek McKinnon with a groin. So the big news there for me, uh, outside of probably Pacheco, but I'm sure Pacheco is going to play. But the big news is the left tackle, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely. I mean, there's both. Like you mentioned, Pacheco's a big deal. If Pacheco doesn't go, yeah, um, I think Pacheco, outside of Kelsey this year, I think Pacheco's been their best weapon on offense. You know, for Mahomes. But, but no, anytime you lose a starting, uh, <laughs> like the boys to miss Wanye. So Wanye. So I am pronouncing it wrong. So Wanye. Okay. Well, uh, anytime you, you lose a, a starting offensive lineman in general. Um, it's not good. And look, we've seen what happens when you don't protect the quarterback properly this year alone. I think we've seen more injuries to the season ending injuries to quarterbacks than, I mean, how many, how many years have we really seen it where you have like eight or nine guys out? This is the most I've ever that I can remember seeing at the quarterback position. I mean, it's 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 borderline insane. And the majority of them are AFC quarterbacks, which is even more bizarre. Like it's not even a situation where it's like half and half or or close. It's like two NFC quarterbacks, right? And then everybody else is an AFC quarterback. Um the Wanye situation with the left left tackle and their right tackle hasn't been playing well this year either. You know, puts us in an interesting spot when you talk about just the trenches and you talk about our defensive line against their offensive line, our offensive line, which has been playing much better. Uh, against their defensive line and you know understanding understanding that this game is going to be played in the trenches 
when you when you take those two position groups together or or separate them, I should say, and talk about them individually, you know, Chris Jones is Chris Jones. Um, and the Bills have done a pretty good job, I think, against their defensive line during the regular season the last two years with the, with the two dubs that we've had. Obviously, two years ago, the Bills won big. And then last year, as you said, Vaughn Miller, uh, you know, pressed uh, P- uh, Patrick Mahomes, who threw the interception to Taron Johnson to close the game out. Um, what's going to be interesting to me is, so I'm not super concerned about our offensive line against their defensive line, is particularly with uh, Spencer Brown, obviously healthy with the back and has played markedly well better this year than he has last year and you know kind of mcdermott yeah has played well that offensive line has done a very very good job uh inside of structure when josh gets outside of structure things get a little bit hairy at times but that kind of comes with the game and i'm not going to complain about that as much as it drives jerry and john crazy that he drops to 11 yards or drops to 12 yards or vanishes from the pocket before he should that's his game so i'm not i'm not going to criticize that it'll be interesting to see our defensive line versus their offensive line and you and i quipped and joked a little bit about it because it seems like from the time that I became a Bills fan and started understanding football every time there was a situation regardless of who was on the defensive line for us if there was a left tackle missing or a right tackle missing or the the center was missing that it was like oh the defensive line is going to eat and then they don't it just it's like nope that rookie fifth round tackle came in and played like a hall of famer for that one game against pick a guy right pick pick a pick a defender and i think that's my biggest concern is that somehow jerry hughes <laughs> or jerry right <laughs> jerry Mar- hughes mary, mary williams could get nothing done today against the rookie sixth round pick out of Tulane. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to both legends i love both those guys but i mean like it, that's just how the buffalo bills luck it, it, it's just how it goes like you lose the starting left tackle and we have our starting first round draft pick that's the hall of fame. fourth overall yeah like you and you got, can't eat at all like it's just crazy it's crazy man blocks them up perfectly every single down so i mean i think that's my only real concern as far as that goes but you know the, i think the big question is going to be is dawson knox going to play in this football game and if he does what what should we expect from him what are your thoughts on rep count i mean are they gonna are they gonna put him on a pitch count is he gonna have a blocking role i mean obviously from a dalton kincaid standpoint uh, who was I listening to today? I think I was listening to Sal or somebody or Joe Marino. Maybe it was Joe Marino this morning on WGR 55 was talking about like, this should be a Dalton Kincaid game because over the middle uh, in that kind of soft area of the field, the chiefs have been exploited horribly this year. Like literally yeah. Joe was like, this is a game where Dalton Kincaid should be the primary and the focus all game long until they stop it and then go someplace else. But what are your thoughts on Dawson? Well, I, I agree with what Joe Marino said. Um, but for me, I, it's one of those games where I could see it going like, honest to God, this is one of those games where it wouldn't surprise me if anything happened. Mm-hmm. Like if mm-hmm. the bills came and they blew the chiefs, if they just blew those guys out by 20 points, or if the chiefs blew the bills out by 20 points, right, right. if it was a tough game, like if, however it played out, I would not be surprised because both teams, um, have been inconsistent this year. They haven't looked the way they're they're supposed to look. Uh, the Chiefs still have a really good record, even though their offense hasn't really figured it out yet. I don't think when you watch the and I love. I'm sorry, Bills fans. I love Patrick Mahomes, so I watch a lot of the Chiefs games. He, he's yep. he's still Patrick Mahomes. The difference is these guys that's catching the, when they're catching it from him. They're not making things happen like we're used to seeing. Right. right. Uh, but but he's still Patrick Mahomes. And in any given moment, he can he can turn a game around. He can open it up and and just like he can just 
he's he's Patrick Mahomes. I just put it like it's, that. They're, they're averaging 19 points a game, which even when the Bills were bad, right, Ken Dorsey, um, and Josh Allen was off of his game, the Bills were averaging more than that. So the Bills were actually averaging more on offense and fired their offensive coordinator. The question mm-hmm. for me is how much of this is Eric Bieniemy? right? How much of this is Eric Bieniemy being gone? Now, I know there's going to be a quick knee jerk that it's like, well, he isn't doing anything in Washington, really, because Sam Howell doesn't look horrible. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's making lemonade out of lemons, right, as far as that goes in that situation, yeah. um, which we could parlay into another conversation of if coaches become available and somebody from this staff goes away, is Eric Bieniemy a guy that we would I don't know. Anyway, um, him with Josh Allen, right? I, I, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. But you got to wonder how much of that is the case, uh, Eric Bieniemy being gone. So, you you, you know, obviously Andy Reid calls the plays. Uh, I'm sure philosophically he has a big part of the scheme, what they're trying to accomplish. But Bieniemy's absence, in my opinion, is part of that. Um, they're also missing what Juju, right? Juju's no longer there. Juju's mm-hmm. in New England now, and he's he kind of has vanished there. But it's – they're living and dying kind of by that Tom Brady strategy. They've got, you know, Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady. They've got Kelsey Gronkowski. And we don't give a crap what the what the wide receivers are because Pat's going to make them look good. And it, Aaron Rodgers did a very similar thing, right? Aaron Rodgers, except he actually never had a great tight end either. He made tight ends look really good, and then the tight end would go to another team and vanish. Um, so, to your point, it'll be interesting to see if they're going to figure it out. I hope they don't in this game. The question is, is two things kind of going into this. Number one, the Bills are generally pretty good off the bye. Um, Winning-wise, they come out a little bit flat to start, but then they generally win, and the Chiefs pretty much never lose two in a row. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting for several reasons, but both of them that you just named. Um, like you mentioned, Sean McDermott is very good after the bye as a head coach, and then mm-hmm. – um, you know, Patrick Mahomes just in for his career, he doesn't lose two in a row. It's nope. just not who he is as a quarterback. It's not who his coach is as a head coach. So, you you know, you hit, somebody's going to make history this week. So we'll see what happens, man. But I think um, when I look at the Buffalo Bills, I feel good about the offense, you know, mm. the direction that we're going over the last two Agreed. weeks. Agreed. I feel very good about the offense. And I think if the, if we can just clean up, I know a lot of us were upset, Joe. A lot of us were mad at, at, after the Eagles game because of all of the penalties, right? I was more I wasn't upset. mad at the penalties. I wasn't mad at the penalties, but yeah. Well, I was upset about the penalties that weren't called. Yes. That's what I wasn't upset about. We talked about but it. a bunch of the penalties that were called, they deserved them. Like yeah. the Bills were sloppy. Yeah. It was a very ugly game. It, it was it was very sloppy. So um, I'm looking to see the Bills clean up those mistakes. Yeah. You clean up those little mistakes. Stop, stop um, you know, offsides and all these little holding and all this stuff like that. Come on, man. Let's let's play some football. Let's let's go out there and let's let's act like we want to make the tournament. You got to win these games. Yeah. In the pressers today, uh, there was several of the players that made mention of the fact that there's a lot of energy uh, coming back. Josh Allen said that the team is very eager about being back. Um, he said anxious at first, and then he corrected himself. Not anxious. He was like uh, more eager. Uh, I don't know why he was upset about the word, concerned about saying the word anxious. Maybe he just could turn into anxiety and then like, oh, look at this team. They're falling apart because they're all anxious, which is what the media does. Um, There was a lot of conversation. Leonard Floyd made it a point to talk about just the focus. They all understand where they are, that they're six and six and that it's not out of reach yet, um, that they've got work to do. They're all dialed in. And I guess for me, and we can we can move to uh, move on from this subject or this topic here in a second. I don't understand what it 
I don't understand why it takes this long. I'm not saying they played bad against the Eagles. They obviously throttled the Jets. There's a turning around of sorts that's happening with this team. There's a measure of urgency that kind of took place a couple of weeks ago. And then obviously the defense let up. And whether you want to blame the players, whether you want to blame execution, whether you want to blame scheme, play call, uh, prevent defense, taking your foot off the gas, however you want to blame it, regardless, it happened, right? The Bills dropped a game against the Eagles that they had in the bag that they should not have lost. They overcame the reps. They overcame the penalties. They overcame the weather. They did everything that they needed to do except make a stop. They didn't make the one stop they needed to make in order to win that football game, and they had two opportunities to do it and didn't do it. They had more than two, but two key opportunities to do it and didn't do it. Where is your faith and your confidence level? And I I think I know, but I'm going to ask anyway because I think we're all kind of in the same boat. that This team is going to be able to go on a run. We've watched them the last three years go on a run at the end of the season. 8-0, I think they went, what, 21, they went 8-0, right? That was the year that they were 7-6 and six or something like that, or they were 6-5, and five, and they went 8-0 until they lost. They lost the ninth game because that was going to be like number nine, Corey Bohorquez, like 9-0 and oh in the Boho, right? Uh, which would have been the Super Bowl, I think. Or no, that would have been the championship game to take them to the Super Bowl. Uh, I think they won six in a row last year to finish the season or seven in a row. So they've they've done this before. There's a This is not uh, unfamiliar territory to them as a team. Like, they know how to do this. They seem confident. They're talking like they're confident. Where are you at? I, I just think that uh, we're not going to make the playoffs, man. I don't think we're going to win all of these games that we need to win. We're going to lose one or two of these games. It's just inevitable people. to me and I, I hope i'm wrong I, I really hope i'm wrong i know i'm gonna get to everybody saying spence you're not a real bills fan if you're thinking like that i'm sorry i, I just, i've watched football all season with this team and i see what i've seen yeah and i just don't think that we're gonna be able to beat the teams that we're lined up to play i don't think that we're gonna win every single game i just don't yeah when i went through it with rev i was on Rev's show on saturday night and we went through uh at that time it was just the colts the broncos uh the texans uh the steelers and the browns five and then the Bengals have now entered the chat um because they are now ahead of the bills as well that was the other thing too that we didn't even talk about at the top is the buffalo bills come out of the bye losing again because they went from 10th to 11th um mm-hmm. I, I put a tweet out that a bunch of people are <laughs> running me on because i was like if the bills win this weekend and the only two games two teams that help them can help them lose the bills move from 11th to ninth now again there's still five games after that right is that right five games yeah five games after that but at the end of the day the reality is is it's still only ninth they still got quite a bit of work to do um i i, I don't even know what to make of it yes all these teams play each other they're all going to consume parts of each other there's no guarantee like the the only guarantee is the bills went out and I, and I know that there's still an opportunity that if the Bills went out and they and they beat the Dolphins in Miami last game of the season and the Dolphins drop a game between now and then and then the Bills beat them, the Bills can win the East. I, I get it. I understand that. But to your point, I just I, – I'm not feeling it. Like, if this was 2020 or 2021, I'd be feeling it. If it was last year – well, end of last year, the offense wasn't great. If it was 2020, 2020 or 2021, I'd be feeling it. Right now, I'm just like, man, I don't know, man. I just don't – I just don't know. Yeah, I mean, and and I see the comments, you know, Matt says until they lose, you know, one more game, I see opportunity. You know, I love the optimism. Sarah says I see positive still from last weekend. And um, there was there was positive. There were there were positives. But to me, you still lost a game that you should have won. And that might sound like I'm being a a negative Nancy. Sorry to any Nancy out there. I got called that, you know, but I got called that. I was like, I consider myself realistic, Ralph. (laughs) 
<laughs> Thanks. Well, but I mean, it just, I just, I guess that's, that's where I'm at. I look at the team and it's like, you know, as great as Josh Allen has been this season, Josh Allen is playing great football. Like he's playing amazing football. Even when the offense was bad, he was playing really good football. And yeah. statistically, you know, the defense, statistically, statistically, he was playing, he was playing very yeah. good football. That's right. And, and then the defense to some degree, I feel for them a, because of all the injuries, but B because yeah, even though, Okay, the defense has had moments where they haven't looked like the defense that we're used to seeing because they're not. They're a shell mm. of themselves. Yeah, and sure. then on top of that, the offense, before they made this change, the offense couldn't stay on the field, so they were losing time of possession. The defense was out there for, you know, I don't know. I just – I need to say I'm, – I'm the opposite of what Matt is saying. He's saying until they lose again, then he's hopeful – I'm at the point where I'm saying I need to see them put a game together where they play well in all three phases. Before you read that, like I, I'm hopeful until they lose again. They just lost. <laughs> so like they're coming off of a loss. <laughs> like anyway, um, our guy Peyton plays uh, gives us a super chat. He says, I'm very optimistic about 2024. <laughs> uh, if uh, Vaughn Miller isn't on this football team and costs us, Somewhere between thirty-two per Sarah Larson and forty million dollars per Greg Greg Thompson. Uh, I don't know how optimistic I'm going to be. Crazy. Um, I think it's, it's time. I think it's I think it's time, my friend. So that's the second. Way. There it is. <laughs> Sorry, you got to give me a sign first I know, so I can I actually look it up first. We, you've always been hot on the trigger, like literally, you've always been hot on the trigger. And I was in the was comments like, today. I was I was slacking. I was in the comments. It's all it's good. Like, it's like, so, I don't. Know. I don't. We we've not rehearsed this. It's like the no. fifth time we sixth. No, we've been doing it since summer, haven't we? I don't even know when. No, we, yeah, because you were when you were at the uh, at the cottage at the lake. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, well, we, so for those listening by by a podcast and those watching, when you hear that, that means that it's our third down segment. That means we're going to get our Josh Allen stat line and a score uh, prediction for the game. We'll see how we everybody thinks it'll go. So in the comments, let's go ahead and load us up with them. Let's see what you think. I'm going to start us off, Joe. I think uh, Josh plays. He Josh plays well against the Chiefs. He always does. He tends to. Yeah. Um, other and than that, so I think I don't, the, first, the first time we played them in the AFC Championship game, he did not, right? Didn't he have a did he have a little bit of a down? I don't remember. I'm gonna look it up. You talk I think Josh played well. I think Josh played well. I think everybody was hurt. That was the game that that Diggs had he had like an oblique, oblique injury or something injury. like that. Uh, and, uh, 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 Beasley had the broken leg. Broken leg. So right. I think right. we had a beat up team and Josh was like, I remember because Josh was like bleeding, man. He had like blood That's on right. his knee, blood on his shoulder. Like he was just beat up everywhere. But I think so for the most part, Josh shows up when we play against the Chiefs. So I think that's going to be another thing that we see where it's just going to continue because that's yeah. who he is. But my concern is, you know, how is this defense going to show up against Patrick Mahomes? Because mm -hmm. even though this look, the Chiefs haven't offensively been what we're used to seeing. It's still Patrick Mahomes, man. Like they can still and look, I, there's there hasn't been a player besides Gronk mm. in my existence of being a Bills fan that dominates the Buffalo Bills defense like Travis Kelsey. Like yeah. other than Gronk, yeah. Travis Kelsey just has his way against us, man. So and there's been games that we've we've played well against him. Like the last couple of times, sure. we've we've kind of contained him. So I'm not saying it like always, but more often than not, man, Kelsey. It's it's a dagger play, and I just yeah, I can't yeah. I can't. So did you give a Josh Allen stat line in there? No, I didn't. I just said he was going to be great. So I'm going to say um, great. 
Sorry. No, no. Got sound effects. Awesome. Tony the, Tony the Tiger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say Josh goes for uh, you know, two eighty five, uh, two touchdowns in the air, one on the ground. I like it. I'm gonna say he protects the ball this week too. No turnovers. Yeah, this is gonna be an interesting football game for me. Last week, uh, the the Eagles game, I predicted that it was gonna be low scoring and was wrong. And I feel like this is gonna be a low scoring game as well. And then potentially hope to be wrong because I prefer it when the Bills score points. It's difficult for me to watch this Bills offense not score. Is it? And mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's because I know we've we've gone through the years of one score game this, one score game that, one score game this, and can the Bills win them? Can the Bills not? And the defense get, you know gives up, not gives up, but lets up, or blah 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 blah. I I just feel like the I we've never had a conversation, and I don't, I don't know that anybody has that I'm aware of around the bills in low scoring games it doesn't seem like the bills fare well in low scoring games like if you shut that bills offense down mm-hmm. you you've pretty much done it you've done your jet like that's that's what it takes they're not going to beat you nine to six right but they've gotten beaten nine to six right so anyways for josh allen in this football game i like what you said i don't think he potentially makes a mistake either i think for them it's gotten to be routine playing in Kansas City. They know what they're going to get. They know mm-hmm. what to expect. They know what the crowd's going to do. They know how to basically just do what they got to do and, and and shut the crowd down a little bit. Now, that crowd is, I've said it a hundred times, is one of the best crowds in the league. They're phenomenal. It's a great crowd. It's a great crowd. Um, and they're nice. They're a lot, in my opinion, a lot like Bills fans. They don't, I mean, I know people have bad stories about Bills fans. They've got bad stories about every stadium. But Kansas City Chiefs fans generally, I mean, they'll razz you on the way out, but they're usually pretty good fans. Um, But I feel like the Bills offense can play in that environment, and they're used to it. Um, If they utilize Dalton Kincaid and take advantage of the things that they need to take advantage of, that team can also be ran on. Um, They're, I think, 28th in the league against the run. So it's all going to come down to game plan. And effectively keeping this offense offensive machine rolling, but I'm still going to probably go somewhere around 28 for the bill. Oh, Josh Allen stat line. I'm not doing score predictions. I'll do that next. Um, Josh Allen stat line for me. I think I'm with you. I think I'm in that 280 range, 300 range, a couple touchdowns, air ground, right? Maybe no turnovers. I'd like to see no turnovers from Josh in this game just to shut people up. To Mike Greenberg's point, I don't know if you saw that video today. Um, I did. I liked and, it. Yeah, Mike, Mike <laughs> Greenberg it. coming coming to bat for for the Bills. So that's that's where I'm at. I think you'll have about 30, 30 yards on the ground rushing this week as well. And then uh, for, for a score prediction, I got the Bills probably in a one-score game, one-possession game. I got the Bills at about 28, and I'd say the Chiefs probably about 24. I like it. I like it. I'm I'm, a, I'm around the same area. I was going to go maybe 27, 21. So same thing. Yeah. I got the Bills winning. But yeah. I think it's, um, you know, I, I think it's one of those games where it's going to be frustrating for your blood pressure, you know, so <laughs> – Hey, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever calms you, do that before the game. If your With, pregame is typically something that gets you extra hype, you might want to do something that reverses that hypeness this week. With a with a rookie left tackle in the game, now more than ever, keeping Mahomes in the pocket and maintaining your gaps in the center is going to be like you've got to keep him, and that'll be interesting too because I know that it's a chess game, and I know that there's times when we expect the Bills defense to be dominant. And they're not because they're trying to keep a quarterback in the pocket. So they're not, they're intentionally not trying to get to the quarterback. They're just trying to keep him in that space. If they let him get out, I mean, he could run for 80 yards on us. I mean, he could, he could pull a Josh Allen or a Lamar Jackson on us in a hurry if they don't. I mean, he's done it. He's done he's it done before it. against us. Yeah. Right. So and I'll could, tell you what, 
you know, not to bring this full circle, I guess, but you, you want to shut people up and you want to move on from certain things. Von Miller, this is the game to come out and have two sacks. Yes. Yeah. To be dominant. Yeah. Take the brace off and, uh, and let her, and let her rip as far as that goes yeah. for sure. Um, awesome. I'm going to get us out of here. Is that cool with you? That's great. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been tuned into the hump day hotline brought to you by Ficta Endel and Elmer. I care on the Buffalo Rumblings Bidcast Network. My name is Joe Miller. That over there is Jay Spence the King. We are here representing Buffalo Rumblings. And coming up right after us is the line to gain, right, with Jerry and Sarah. So 9 o'clock. Oh, yeah. No, I think actually I think they're going tomorrow, I believe. Oh, are they going tomorrow? Tomorrow at 9. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, make sure you tune in for that show. Um, also, uh, I think I can announce it. Uh, uh, on the Off Tackle with John Fina show this week on Monday, uh, we will be hosting Greg, Co- Greg Cosell. Uh, from uh, nice. NFL Network, uh, but yeah, he's a uh, he's actually on the Bills uh, uh, One Bills Live uh, every week. So really, really excited about that. But uh, want to thank everybody for j- tuning in, for joining us, for me, for Jay Spence the King. Go Bills! Go Bills! Go Bills! to do's less time and an infinite number of tools to keep track of sometimes doing business has never felt harder but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals you can just use hubspot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier imagine this high quality leads fast closing deals wildly happy customers and more benchmark breaking quarters it's not a miracle it's hubspot visit hubspot.com to get started today